uh, welcome everybody uh, to the I Want to Believe radio show. I'm your host, Dan Hallright of the Southern Michigan Paranormals. Joining me as always, Elmer the Boss Man Boster, way down in West Virginia. And we've got some special guests with us tonight, folks. Uh, if you're watching us and I do this to my nose, please know that I will not go up to the elbow. I'll always keep it just to the nub of the finger. Um, uh, we have special guests with us tonight. We've got Haunted Mitten uh, with us, and uh, I'm pretty excited. We've got Krista Co- Coburn, right, and yep. uh, Kay Gray with us. Uh, I met these ladies uh, physically for the first time. I've been aware of them for a while. Um, Haunted Mitten Podcast, and I met them at Fort Wayne in Detroit, Michigan, yes. at Frankenfest. And I really wanted to get them on here to talk about what it is they do. And, of course, have those of you who follow this show listen to this program, which you will be hearing us uh, right now. You're hearing us Saturday night at uh, 9 p.m. and also Sunday night at 9 p.m. on Unrestricted Radio. And I want to thank you for tuning in. But uh, we're going to hear all about their fantastic stories and, and what drives them and why they do what they do. Um, let's thank our sponsor. This is where we're at tonight, coming to you from a haunted location right here in Kalamazoo, Michigan. We are at the historic Henderson Castle, uh, built in 1895 by Frank and Mary Henderson. And uh, just a great place, great place. And we got a little bit of a delay tonight, too, because as I came in to set up before the electronics decided to be haunted, um, we had an issue with one of the guests. So I had to actually give Francois a call and help attend to some people here because everybody was gone for the night except for the stupid podcast guy. So here I was. Um, thanks for being here. If I can, I'll try to give, you know, there's the staircase behind me, folks. That is the main staircase. Um we were going to transmit from the, in there you see the bar, which used to be the library. Uh, you do see some Henderson named swords up there on the wall. That's a, a portrait of Frank Henderson underneath. But here's a kind of a look at the main foyer. Ooh. Our foyer. Oh, and he's, he's got it all dressed up. He's got the, got the mirror over there. Of course, the dining room's all dark. Um, I'd like to try to get to where I can actually just carry you know, uh, this around with me and do the show and just take you through the whole house, which we are planning to do here pretty soon. But let's get to our guests. Um, we have Haunted Mitten Podcast uh, on with us. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being patient. I know you guys work jobs and you were kind of waiting and, you know, moving your schedules around to be with me on here. So thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we, yeah. And we totally get the whole equipment issue thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You guys do podcasting. So you know how it goes, especially if you're on location, anytime you yeah. try to go live. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys go live at the, at uh, Fort Wayne when we met? No, no, we Just recorded it. it. Um, and then it's on our Patreon. Um, our first like really big Patreon bonus. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. You heard that. Got there, weird announced. People came in. Yeah. People came in the door here. So I was looking around like who's, who's whistling. Um, but there's some people coming in, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't go live either there. Um, I just did the presentation and uh, I peeked my head and head in on yours a few times without trying to draw too much attention. And, uh, liked a lot of what I heard, but I've been, I've been brushing up a little bit. I've been going through, 
your library of podcasts and listening here and there when I've been busy getting wedding things together and moving things around and you guys have been in my ear. Oh, um, thank you. And, oh no, no problem. Uh, you cover some great <laughs> stuff. So whoever wants to start off first, I mean, how did this all start for you and what pushed you into getting together and, and starting a podcast? Um, started with K really. Yeah, I used to run um, like a paranormal blog. It was a lot more than Michigan. I started out with the world, realized that's a terrible idea because there's so much weird stuff in the world that I will never be able to research at all or even narrow it down to what I wanted to research. Um, so I switched to an, um, more like a U.S.-based blog about the paranormal Um and it kind of dropped off, you know, life happened. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then a few years later, you know, I've been listening to paranormal podcasts for a couple of years and Krista and I have always wanted to write um, a book together about haunted places and everything like that, but we didn't have anything solid or concrete. And one day I just said, Hey, what if we did a podcast? <laughs> And, and thankfully she was very receptive to it. <laughs> and we were lucky too. We had um, the Ann Arbor district library, which is where I've worked for the last four years has a recording studio. Oh yeah. Um, so I was able to access that for free. So that helped a lot. And they yeah. were able to kind of teach us how to use like the editing software and recording software. And that was great. That was such an like invaluable resource. Oh yeah. 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 I wish I had access. I, the only thing I still have access to is their archive and their history archive. And as I do with Western, you know, to do some research, right. but been to U of M, uh, my group was actually asked to speak there quite a few years ago now, uh, with the HRC of Michigan. Uh, for those of you out there listening, that's a historic, you know, um, restoration, uh, I guess, uh, committee or whatever it is for Michigan. And we were asked to speak about, what we did for paranormal investigating in connection to historic restoration, which was a really tough okay. thing. You guys writing, you know, that was a real tough thing to put into words yeah. as to how we were kind of getting people involved in history through, there might be a ghost story attached to. And uh, we had a great time there, but um, yeah. So you guys, you know, you have, you have an interest obviously in the strange and unusual and, and of course paranormal being anything that's out of the norm. Yeah. Um, as I said, I listened to some of your shows and you cover some great ground and some of it that I've covered myself. So it was really pleasant to hear somebody actually put in a little bit more information than what I do sometimes when I talk about those locations. Now, I've got to get you girls here to Henderson Castle. Yes. I, I've given you yes, the invite. Uh, Francois Moyer, <laughs> who's the owner, folks, had just talked to me yesterday and said, when you're coming in, to do your thing with some people, you know, give me, give me a holler. And we know this is a busy time of the season. So we'll probably wait till, you know, maybe, maybe a little after December, you know, seems to be kind of that time. Um, but you, you girls are on the invite list. Okay. You're first on the invite list. So uh, the minute I put I'm something excited. together and we can like tonight, we could walk around real quietly. I think there's probably only two sets of people staying here. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get you here, but, what was the, now have you guys, I'm jumping way ahead because my, my wheels are running 100 miles an hour. So I'm going to okay. slow myself down a little bit. 
have you guys gone out and done actual paranormal investigating together or with a team or anybody of that sort? Um, just a little bit because we yeah. did um, the cemetery in Belleville. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. Oh my gosh. I've been there. Yeah. I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah. A lot of people yeah, no. have done that one. <laughs> um, we lived in Belleville actually for a little while. Um, and then we did the, was it Denton bridge? That was yeah. Called? Yeah, that was, oh, that was really boring. <laughs> that was a huge <laughs> yeah, Right, right. The structure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. 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 You're right, you know, when you, when, you, when you said everybody's been there, you know, you're right. We probably have all done the same list of some of the urban legends and chased down some of the things that, you know, many have put out here over the years. Um, and that's did so you, close. Did you... So it was so easy for us to get there. Yeah. Right. Did you collect any evidence? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, we did a 2012, I think. The last time I lived in Michigan, I've lived here twice. Um, we went up, we did a whirlwind, um, like haunted tour of the UP. Um, we did it in four days, but our main attraction was the Paulding Light. Oh yeah. So yeah. we we actually went and we went up and we saw the Paulding light, and it wasn't really an investigation, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was fun to talk to people. Um, so it was like a party. It was really cool. <laughs> That's the best time, I think. You know, when we've gone out to a few of the urban places like that, we've run into some people, and everybody's really cool, and everybody gets along, and. You know, we all behave ourselves and everybody's quiet and we kind of do the thing. And then you say you've been there and then you kind of move on. Or, or there's been other times that we'll pick like some of the worst weather just because we know a lot of people won't be out at certain places. And so we yeah. we figure we pretty much have it to ourselves. And we've done that on occasion, too. Have you have you guys ever done anything as far as, uh, you know, any kind of uh, extreme weather, like any time snowing wintertime, anything like that? I don't think we've been out in winter much. No. Other See, than when smart. I worked at Crazy Wisdom and just weird stuff happened all the time when I was there. Well, yeah. Right. Oh, well, we did do that cemetery out in um, Colon where all of the magicians are buried. And we got that weird yep. photo. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we did do that. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like expressly a, it was more of like a magician's tour. We weren't really <laughs> necessarily yeah. going for haunted things. But um, yep, yep. I'm down there quite really a magic, bit. So that was yeah. like a pilgrimage for him. Right, right. I'm friends with one of the one of the magicians down there that has his own shop. Uh, really cool guy, uh, Rick wow. Fisher Magic. Yeah, yeah. So I've done the done the cemetery there, but you know they got the uh, National Crap Museum down there in Colon because you know it's the ascent of Michigan, folks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and I couldn't buy anything there because all that shit's expensive. Okay, that's that's it for the dad jokes for the night. Um, <laughs> I could I couldn't resist. Uh, back to what you guys do. So I mean. Is most of your research, uh, you know, done through like online library, you know, things like that? Or have you guys, you know, done the footwork too, where you've gone out to actual location and kind of been there to do the thing too, you know, to kind of be at the location? Yeah. I think the intention was to go out and do more in person. Um, but our first season got interrupted by the COVID shutdown. Right. So it was like, well, okay, we can't visit these places now. Yeah. Um, 
so I've, I've done a lot of deep dives into like newspapers and books and talk to people. Um, but I, I would like to get out and actually explore more. We're going to go up to Bay City actually in a couple of days for my birthday. I made like my own little map of places to go. So I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beginning of our season three is as a two parter on Bay City. So now we do actually get to go see the places that we're talking about, which is great because now instead of just describing whatever right. building it is, like, we can actually like touch it and see it and be a little bit more part of the, the history that we're researching. So how about not to let it out out of the bag yet, but anything in particular we, that you could like tease us with that you guys are going to hit first, maybe when you're up there? Krista, go. You do the research. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I have a sweet tooth. So I'm excited about there's a, there are two haunted confectionaries up there. Um, one is St. Laurent, St. Laurent. I don't know how they pronounce it. Um, and they do like roasted nuts and chocolate nuts and kind of the traditional sweets and things. And then the other one is Tummy Ate Candy Store. And that one apparently is also haunted. And I was saying when we were talking about it, like that's totally where I would haunt. I would absolutely <laughs> haunt a candy store. Oh, yeah. That sounds like oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so, finding that. Yeah, I mean, look at the size of me. I'd, I'd find a bakery. Anything or a pizzeria, yeah. Yeah, I'm to visit there. these two. Like, I would visit anyway, even if they weren't haunted. But just the fact that they are supposed to be haunted just makes it that much better for me. Yeah, very cool. Now, have you been in touch with like you know the curators of the places, or are you just going to kind of spring it on them, or are you just going to just go in and say you've been there, or how are you going to do that? Probably go in and, and talk to them because we do that yeah. every once in a while when we visit places. We'll say like, cool. "Hey, do, I'm just wondering, do you have any stories?" And a <laughs> right. lot of times they do, especially yeah. like older cities like downtown Ann Arbor, downtown Ipsy. Um, I think those are places where we've actually asked people. Yeah, and and I've and um, for me, Traverse City because we were there. My husband oh, right. and I were there not Yeah, I love just walking into right. a place and just being like, "Hey, I've heard this place is kind of haunted. Do you have any stories?" Um, and if there's one thing that people love to talk about, it's their weird experiences. So oh, usually, yeah. they're more than happy to tell you about all the weird stuff that's been going on around them. I like it when they say like, Very "Oh no, cool. this place yeah, is sorry haunted." Sorry, I, I am listening. It was that one time. Yeah, there was that one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get, I, I get that with places I visit too. They're like, well, not really much, and then about five minutes later, they're you know they're talking to you for two hours, and yeah, you know, once they think they think they can trust you, I think is is where that ground is, and exactly. uh, they kind of get to know you a little bit. But um, I've been to other places too where they're just really emphatic, and then you go online, and all they talk about is all their hauntings. So it, there's no rhyme or reason sometimes <laughs> to the folks that you meet. Uh, who have these businesses or, or any of these locations, but it's yeah. always, it's usually been a, a positive thing for me, you know, uh, traveling on the road and coming across stuff just by accident. Yeah. Now, what was the, what was the first podcast you did? Do you remember the first podcast and what that was about? Was that, did we do Bridges? Uh, Witches was the first Witches. one we recorded. Yeah. And it ended up being, I think, episode two or three when we actually aired it. But yeah. That was the first one we recorded. That was the first one we recorded. Yeah, we did it on all on on some of the witch stories of Michigan, which turned out to not be witch stories at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They're not witches. Yeah. Right, right. Like the Ada Witch thing that everybody is. Mm -hmm, exactly. Don't get me started. Yeah, 
Yeah. And yeah. it turns out that you can't corroborate much of any of it. Not to give anybody spoilers, folks, not to, I'm sorry, not to give any spoilers, no. but you know, like you guys, you know, I, I do the research too. And sometimes I'm really let down as to the, the real backstory, which is yeah. attached to the legend, but let's have fun with the legend anyway. You know, let's have fun yeah. with it anyway. Oh, for sure. There's still yeah. good stories, but yeah, right. they're, they're stories and that's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. except like in the case of the Ada Witch, I would think I, 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 I don't wish that the, the legend would die entirely, especially like now that we're a little bit more, I would say conscientious. But when people were like destroying that poor woman's gravestone and like taking pieces, it's like, okay, maybe we can let the Ada Witch thing die. Maybe we'll yeah. just leave yeah. these people alone. Taking yeah. pieces, selling them on eBay. That's yeah. like, all right. Don't do that. Okay. So disrespectful. Yeah. down. No, I agree. Uh, that's when it gets kind of crazy. And my uh, my buddy who passed away, uh, Jason Sullivan, was one of the first people. Well, not was one of the first, but uh, to collect video evidence out of Bachelor's Grove, you know, over in Illinois. Wow. And that became such a thing that people were going in there and taking things. And you can still yeah. find headstones. And he was part of a headstone recovery uh, thing that was going on for a few years in part of the pond, uh, recovering headstones, which people, you know, threw in. Um, things like that, but you're right. People go in there and they desecrate and damage. And I know it's not the, you know, the ghost hunting folks like us who have a conscious or anybody who's doing research. It's, you know, it's all right. the yahoos that find out about it and go out yeah, there. It's yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. So in, in cases like that, like maybe we can let legends go, but for, I think for the most part, it's, it's totally fine. To yeah. History and stories be their own separate entities. Yeah, I definitely believe that Ada is not gonna not gonna die anytime soon. It's still going Probably strong. <laughs> there's there's been a couple authors who've penned a couple of things about it, and so yeah, have at it. You know, have at it. Um, sure. What's what's been the most, uh, I guess, the most disturbing? If you guys have come across anything that you've done a podcast on that once you really got looking into it, you were just like, man, you know, even reading it is mm -hmm. is a little off putting. Anything like that? Not Kristen, was it in Marshall that there was that fire and a lot of people passed away in it? Oh, I don't think it was Marshall. It was out in that area. Obviously, we're very well prepared people. Because yeah, it was one. I <laughs> we haven't we haven't done anything with it right. yet. It might have been the um, right. Jackson one, but yeah, there was a fire and we, actually, there that's come across a few times. Like there was that hotel fire in Lansing. Um, oh, maybe it was that one. And there was one, I think it was in Jackson, just because, you know, in the 1800s, a fire was really bad. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. A, a well, you lot look of behind me, you know, 1895, died. it's it's all wood. Yeah. yeah. It's all wood. It's just waiting to go up with all the veneer and varnish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. And I was researching the, the Bath School disaster. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah. pretty horrific. Yeah. That is um, tough. That's that tough. one I kind of did in batches. Because there's it, it's very well documented. You can read articles from the time, newspapers yeah. and yeah. such. Um, I've seen a couple of good documentaries on that. You're right, and it, it's a heavy place. I've I've visited there as part of an article that one of my guys did when we were doing our magazine for a couple of years, and the, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, and the documentary I saw recently really, you know, they've got photos of some of the children, you know, before 
uh, the thing. And it's just, it's, you know, it tears at your heart. And the, yeah. the one thing that you want to remind people not to get on a negative note here, that if they think that school, you know, violence and things like that, it, you know, it's all this new rage. It's, it's gone on forever and a day. And that was one of the many horrible cases where uh, a angry individual thought he'd take things in his own hands and decided, well, I'll just blow up everybody and anything, including myself and a bunch right. of innocent uh, teachers and children. Yeah. But uh, And that's yeah, still, right. I think, the worst school disaster. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah. terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I 70, 75, 75 students, and that's not counting teachers and other people. So, yeah. yeah. All great yeah, school so I think kids. That's yeah, that's probably it. Just anything where there's like, especially when it's kids, like a mass, a mass like loss of life. It's just, yeah, it's really easy to get caught up in the ghost stuff and be like, oh, cool. Let's, you know, these are all spirits and everything. And then you have to remember that, well, we're talking about real people here. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. We're talking about real people whose lives probably didn't end very well. Um, yeah, that, uh, yeah, you remind me of Bath and now I'm sad. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. No, no, no. That's, that's a tough one. And, you know, um, I'll have to get you uh, girls out, too, to um, the Van Buren County Poorhouse Museum, uh, another place that I'm, I'm working with uh, quite a bit. And uh, they had a fire there, uh, turn of the century, and women and children wow. perished in the fire. And uh, they rebuilt, and it was a county work farm for many years. Um, so a lot of things have happened there to me and my crew. And, uh, there's been another team that worked it for a while. Um, and, and I know that, uh, some of his folks catch the show on occasion. So wanted to let everybody know that Carl is always in our thoughts. Uh, and, and, uh, hopefully he's got all the answers now, but, uh, lost it. It's been kind of a tough couple of years. I've lost a couple of, uh, good paranormal, uh, folks, a couple of people from my team and, uh, some people I've known just been kind of a weird dynamic in the last year you know year or two yeah. it wasn't anything to do with covid that took them it was just having aneurysms and heart attacks out of nowhere just strange oh i'm so sorry yeah wow. high strangeness yeah yeah um so um we're going to take our first break i want everybody to stay with us we've got haunted mitten uh with us a uh, podcast as our guest uh, elmer is there with us as always uh, providing silent uh, courtesy and of course <laughs> security in the background uh but i know he'll chime in when he's got something to say we're here with krista uh, coburn and kay gray of haunted bitten podcast and here with dan hallright on the i want to believe radio show let's not forget our sponsor everybody uh we're here at henderson castle go to hendersoncastle.com and you can book uh, your next next historic stay here um if you look once a month we're doing uh historic haunted ghost tours hosted by yours truly and um you'll come here and get yourself a, a beautiful three-course meal and uh, i'll talk to you a little bit about paranormal uh show you some evidence from not only this house but other locations that i've worked and you will hear some things of high strangeness as well i didn't i know the girls may have caught some of the stuff i did at fort wayne you'll see some of that here and um, then we will take a tour of this beautiful house along with if weather weather is permitting folks we take you across the street to the cemetery 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 yeah. i haven't had a thing to drink tonight i promise <laughs> to the cemetery right across the street and you can meet frank and mary uh yourselves uh, we can stand at their gravesite and uh, look over here at the home. Also, Gun Barrel, Gun Barrel Coffee. You've had the rest, drink the breast, uh, the best, not the breast. Wow, what is on my mind tonight? <laughs> Thank God this is not just a, it's not a family friendly show sometimes. Drink 
the best. Okay. Gun barrel coffee. And, uh, they're out of Batavia, Illinois, uh, great guys and, uh, proceeds from the sales of their coffee and all the merchandise in their store go to help out veterans. You know how I am about veterans folks. Also give a look at, uh, till Valhalla project. Uh, we're losing 22 vets a day, uh, to suicide. So let's see if we can help curve that and, uh, get some other things rolling in that area. Okay. We'll be back for more right after this. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. Well, I've been afraid of changing Cause I've built Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Awesome music lovers are listening to Unrestricted Radio. Check out Unrestricted Radio at unrestrictedradio.com and download the Unrestricted Radio app today.
Unrestricted Radio. We play the bands other radio stations should be playing. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did, when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did, when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did, when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis, or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255.
we're back. Now all of you see that I have gone nowhere. Uh, anytime we take a break, we've literally gone nowhere from the, the studios or our houses, our homes, garage, wherever we're at. But thanks for staying with us again. Um, also, I'd like to sh- give a shout out to uh, Historic Hotel Nichols in South Haven, Michigan. If you're ever in South Haven, book your next day with the Historic Hotel Nichols. Again, shameless plugging here. Uh, yours truly is now doing it only in October. Okay, last of September, October, first week of November. We are offering historic uh, ghost tours of that hotel as well, along with a small dinner. Uh, You'll get to meet my wife, who's the assistant manager there. And, of course, Megan, we call her Megatron. And Scott Whiteford and his wife, uh, Carrie, uh, come in unannounced on occasion and give us all sorts of history. And that place has more of a history than I thought. So go to historichotelnichols.com and book your next day in South Haven, Michigan. Okay, we're back with the girls here. The women, I, I, sometimes I feel weird when I say girls, but I, I think they're okay with that. The girls are here with us. Krista Coburn and Kay Gray of Haunted Mitten Podcast, thanks for being on the show. Uh, let's jump right back into it with both feet. That's the best way to jump into it. Um, we talked about a couple of your podcasts. What's the, what's the one that sticks out in your mind as being, let's maybe, let's maybe say like it was a bucket list for you to do on a podcast or a place for you to visit that, that you guys have done? Hmm. I don't know know if we've we've gotten to mine yet. Um, I loved doing the Dogman podcast. Well, I loved and I hated both. Um, Loved because I I love the story. I love the song. Um, I love how crazy it gets. The story gets hated because there's two very different camps and they do not mix and there's the camp that of people that have like either had dogman sightings or have heard a friend and know that this thing is totally real um and then there's the camp who's like no steve cook made it up in a song for an april fool's thing and it doesn't exist because it's a werewolf and that's insane um so it was very fun, but very frustrating. And I've always wanted to learn more about the dog man. Uh, but I don't think like my like ultimate podcast hasn't come up yet. I'm very excited for it. Okay. But, uh, we're not, we're not there yet. Yeah. You guys got so much more to do. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much more to do. You so got to do one on places. this place. <laughs> yeah. You got to do one more on this place. You can come here, <laughs> sit with me and do get some info. And I got tons to give you from this place. I, I think you would have a, a lot of fun doing one about Henderson, but I'm with yeah. you on the dog man yeah. thing. There's, there's a section of truth from both sides of that camp because native Americans were talking about this years before he did his, his, his song. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that stands to reason. We know that's a fact. So, and they, they aren't the only natives who talked about it. This is this is kind of like a Midwest thing for a lot of native tribes. Plus, you know, they've got, you know, the Wendigo, the dog people, the shapeshifters. Yeah. I could go on and on, you yeah. know, the skinwalkers. Um, and, of course, Sasquatch and whatever other thousands of names he goes by. Because uh, right. Olympic Project, when I had those guys on, gave me all the names, and it's just way too many to remember. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's kind of a weird thing. You know, it's the same with... Uh, I think the ghost, you know, the ghost field too, people want to argue and, and get upset about things that, you know, like, like you, like you were saying, you really shouldn't have to do that. There's a little bit of, 
truth in, in both camps of certain things and thought processes and uh, why be so upset about it, you know? Right. Because you got park rangers and troopers saying they've they've seen this thing up there. Uh, my buddy Boz, uh, he listens to the show, and and Boz is no joke. Uh, when he shared that with me back in '99, I thought he was just pulling my leg, but uh, he took me up there this year near Gaylord uh, when we went up to visit, and he had a run in with something up in that area as oh well. And he he still will not go down that road even in his big old truck by himself at night. That, that's wow. how bad this thing scared him. Yeah, a little crazy. Oh my gosh. So how about how about Go you, Kristen? You got one? Gaylord. Got it. Go to Gaylord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> got it. I will give you all sorts of places to go, girls. No, no worries. There's no trade secret here. I I am I'm always willing to help others do out go out and do their thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> like I said, by the by the end of the show too, I'm gonna beg these two to uh, probably let us broadcast their show over on our network. Hey, who knows? Maybe I can uh, entice them with some ice cream or some sweets at the sweet shop. You never, you never know. I know. I was like, we got great. Like, <laughs> you like ice cream a lot. Right, right. Oh, my God. So, haunted ice cream parlor. Someone find me a haunted ice cream parlor. <laughs> now, if you see a, a giant Stay Puff man, we know who you're supposed to call at that point. <laughs> call Elmer. Yeah, oh, the man, get back in the house. Dan, get back in the house. Why are get you back outside? in the house, Dan? Put your, put your clothes back on. Get the sailor suit off. At this point, I just gave up on that part. You know, just get back in the house. Uh, you know, hey, water hose. Surprised, Elmer, what you can buy on Wish. Okay, just saying. <laughs> hey, trust me, I know. I know. A lot of downtime at work. Trust me. Yeah, way way too much downtime for a retired guy my age. You know, that's just how it goes. You hit fifty eight, and it all just it crashes. It crashes it from down. There. This is correct. Yeah, There's no level to reach cow- anymore. You're just there. You got cowboy boots and thongs right beside each other, you know? <laughs> yeah. Who whatever, doesn't? Whatever makes you happy. Whatever. Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Krista. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, we ain't going to discuss this no more because we will get in so much trouble right now. <laughs> yeah, because if you were that ghost hunting, folks, you could literally say you've been out to the crack of dawn. Anybody? Oh. I can hear the crickets. I can hear the crickets from everybody's location. <laughs> okay, Krista, um, how about you? How about as far as you know what I what I had asked? Do you have anything in that area for you? Um, I'm just, I'm really excited to do Kalamazoo, just because I I was born in Kalamazoo. I grew up between Kalamazoo and Portage. I graduated from Portage Central. Um, <laughs> Look at him giving I, I went to Western Michigan. Um, third generation, actually, in my family to go to Western oh. Michigan. Um, go Broncos. Yep. And I have worked for the athletic department. I worked for the recycling department at Western both. So I have a lot of strong ties to Kalamazoo. Um, and my fa- my family is mostly still out there. My mom, she's on Oshtemo now, but, you know, pretty close. Um, so, like, we drive by Henderson all the time because we, we used to eat breakfast a lot at the Blue Dolphin. Oh, yeah. So yeah, when yeah. we would come out from, we'd come down West Main and we'd go right past Henderson Castle every time. And every time I'm like, one day, Castle... One day from getting there. Right. Now is your day. Now is your day, Krista. Like I said, us us knowing each other and and being friends, like I said, the invite is open. I mean that. Um, I put it together. You guys are getting a phone call and we'll we'll try to make it happen. I'd I'd like to have you have an experience in here and come in and and see the place. And and it can be random times. We don't have to do this on a 
any certain night. If there's a night that you're free and you're, if you guys are close and you can make the drive in for a couple hours, we can have the walk. I have open door anytime. I just, you know, Francois, let me know. You come on in just like oh, tonight. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I mean, one of my first experiences was um, we lived on Nassau Street, which is off of East Main, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved when I was like five, but uh, that house was totally haunted. <laughs> like, totally haunted. And there had been a fire and um, a little boy died. Um, and then they they rebuilt the house. And um, I don't know. I don't think we moved in right after the fire. I think there were other owners prior to us but one of the neighbors told us about the fire and then a little boy had died and when my mom learned that she was like well that explains some things um she had a lot of experiences there and then my first one was i think i was probably just turned four and it was at christmas and i woke up in the middle of the night and i was excited because i was a kid and it was christmas and i went out into the living room and i saw this black thing moving around the christmas tree it wasn't really human shaped. It was just like this black mass and it was like shaking the tree a little bit. You could hear, you know, the ornaments jingle and the presence under the tree would crinkle. And I thought it was a burglar and we were being robbed because that was all I could think at that time. And so I ran back to bed and covered my face. I made sure like it wasn't my parents cause I could see into their bedroom. They were both in bed. My brother was in his bed. Um, and then I just, eventually fell back to sleep and I woke up in the morning completely expecting my parents to say, Oh no, somebody got in in the middle of the night and they stole our stereo and whatever. Um, but nope, it was just a normal Christmas. Nothing was missing. And so I thought, well, I guess that was Santa Claus. So that's, that's wow. why I that, when I was little <laughs> and Santa. Was yeah. I've heard that. I've heard, I've heard similar yeah. stories. I've heard similar <laughs> descriptions. I, I saw something like that in my bedroom after investigation, uh, one time where, you know, things can follow you home. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to tell anybody on any of these programs that does happen. Even if we tell, you know, certain entities there not to follow us home, sometimes something attaches and, uh, my wife saw it and I saw it. And it's like you said, a black mass moved across yeah. the foot of the bed. And, uh, I, un, in no uncertain language, uh, used my sailor language and told it, you know, to get the effing freight train out of the house you know you don't belong here and we both saw it go into the wall near the window and then you know you could feel the energy change and you know she was a little uncomfortable with that but uh similar description i've heard that from a lot of other people who share stories um and holiday times too when some of the other stories have happened too like around easter some of the religious holidays seem to attract something not to get weird with that but it, it seems to like that that seems to be an attractant yeah. And with this, if it was, if it was the spirit of the little boy, I mean, that would totally make sense. Of course he's going to be excited and, you know, yeah. be messing with the presence and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and shadow, you know, shadow people in the, the, you know, the shadow itself doesn't always have to be a negative entity. I didn't want to, I guess, portray it solely as that because I get asked that all the time and, and yeah. I tell everybody instantly, I don't really know, but the run-ins that I've had, have been something that seems to be intelligent and it wasn't there to do anything nefariously uh, yet to anybody in the room or the house. Um, you, because I think some of the shadow reports get a really, you know, a bad name. They get a bad name because, yeah. you know, the, the novelist and you guys, again, you know, going into writing and doing what you do, you know, it, it's a way to get people's interest and to scare the crap out of folks. But uh, if you talk to a, a lot of people who are evenly based, 
doing this work, we've had these run-ins. It doesn't seem to be the case, you know. Right. Um, yeah. I know Bob Penny, who who normally hosts the show, a uh, longtime it, friend of Elmer and mine, has shared with us it, that that's the first thing it, that got it, him. Remember that story, Elmer? That's the first thing that got yeah. him on the road to paranormal. Yeah, but uh, he, he's became a ghost himself, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, he married my daughter this weekend, so he did show up. He did show up. Oh, wow, he did? He did. He was the minister at my daughter's wow. wedding. Yeah. yeah, picture of this? Yeah. I need pictures. I don't believe I do them. have a picture. Bob did show up, yes. They're, that's a running joke, uh, girls. I see Crystal yeah. looking like, I, just, I don't know where this is going. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing right now? Let's get back to the show. So... A ghost. <laughs> <laughs> He's a living ghost. Got but it. Uh, now, are you are you still close, Krista? Didn't you tell me you're still close to Kalamazoo, or or you live elsewhere now? Yeah. Well, I live in Ypsilanti now, but I drive back there all the time to okay, see my that's family. What you're me. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's like an hour forty five minutes or something. Yeah. Sometimes less, you? depending on if I'm the one driving or if my husband is. And where are you at, Kay? I mean, you don't have to tell people your address, you know. Oh, same place. Yeah, we're both in Ipsy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I know we do the show here, but we're in different states. So I just wondered right. if you guys had that kind of relationship. Um, so how often do you guys get together and do things outside of this? I mean, I think that's an important part of the story, too. You guys obviously are friends, and uh, you've been doing this for quite a while. So, I mean, get family, oh, yeah. get togethers, and do your go out and have picnics and whatnot. Well, we now work together. Uh-oh. So <laughs> we see each other uh -oh. a lot. Um, <laughs> I recruited her for the library. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I work at the library now, too. They got me. Um, and then outside of both of those things, I think we see each other at least once a week, if not more. That's cool. Yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah, I can tell you guys got a tight friendship, you know, just by the way you talk and the way you interacted when I met you there. Very cool. I met some other folks there with you, too. Uh, now, are they part of your crew? Do they go out with you, too? Or is that just family and friends or people that support what you do? Uh, my husband does go out. Sometimes he and I will just go out and investigate places. Or if we're here at like a restaurant, we're like, well, we have to go eat there now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's very sensitive. He sees things all the time. Um, he had an experience at Fort Wayne. In fact, I didn't think he was going to come with us that trip because he had been on a previous trip with another friend and had an experience that spooked him. Yeah. But he's not spooked very easily, um, but it was really upsetting to him. So he was like, that is all you and Kay. I am not going back with you guys. I'm never going back there again. Really? But obviously he did because he was there with us that day. Um, right. He did. So like, he I guess he kind of got over each it. Of us. And he showed each of us in turn where it happened. And I'm really proud of him for facing his fear three times. Yeah. <laughs> he was really it's, rattled. I was surprised when he came home. Like, it was clear something had happened. Yeah, yeah this this works not for everybody. And, and it, is a, it is a tough thing for some folks who really want to do it. But they still got that, you know, that fight or flight uh, thing going on with them. So even though they want to be part of it, their first inclination is I've had it. Now I don't want to go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I applaud him, too. Uh, seeing some of the things I've seen, uh, you know, I even, even shook me up a little bit at first. And I had to tell myself, listen, if you're going to be into this and this is what you're going to do, <laughs> you've got to face this down and try to communicate and, and right. collect your evidence. You know, you can't go running out the door, uh, yeah. with what hair I have left on my back, you know, on fire. Uh, so it's one of those things, but, um, 
you know, let's talk a little bit about the fort. You guys uh, were at Frank and Fast, and Jerry put on yeah. a great show. I've known Jerry for quite a few years, and uh, you know, we do the how-to Halloween uh, gig in Lansing, or Jerry does. And uh, I too, you know, wanted to share with you guys that uh, we were there the night before setting up, and and myself, uh, Chris, you know, Beetlejuice, uh, Jenkinson, and Stacy Lee of Un- Unrestricted Radio, which you're listening to us on right now, by the way, uh, also. Um, you know, we had experiences. We were the last people there setting up. Jerry and Krista had to leave and uh, his sister. And uh, we were there by ourselves and the security guys were up at the front. And we were hearing people say things and heard walking upstairs. Uh, I know that Stacy and Chris went out in the courtyard and while they were outside, I had a woman say hello to me inside. And I thought maybe Krista had come back. And uh, I shared this during my, you know, my lecture there. And I said hello and i waited for somebody to walk in and i said uh okay i'm danny and i hadn't turned my my ghost box on yet and i heard a a woman very clearly say i'm cora very very loudly like from the other room you know where we did the presentation which had been one of the dining rooms and uh i went in there nobody was in there lights were off and the stuff doesn't frighten me you know um but still you know I, i went in apprehensively um then I came back out, turned the box on, and had a few people talk with me. Uh, and then it seemed to just kind of die out. But uh, Chris and Stacy are swearing they saw somebody out on the courtyard uh, up by one of the bastions uh, moving around. And, again, we knew where the security people were. They were up front, you know, sitting in their cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had some stuff happen there, too. How, how did yeah. you guys feel in your room? Did you feel anything in there before anybody got there? I really didn't. Um, I also tend to put up really strong barriers of like, please don't mess with me. Yeah. You can talk to me. Please don't touch me. I'm not, not too interested there. in seeing anything. Yeah. I, I do got hear there things, earlier than, than um, Krista and her husband did. Um, and I actually, and I got there actually early. So I was there before a lot of the other artists were. Um so I took the time to just wander around the grounds when it was just, it was really peaceful and really quiet. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's really what it felt like was it was, it was really calm. It was just, it was beautiful and really serene even like that. Those are the feelings that I got. I just loved walking around. Like I ha- I was filming and I actually haven't gone back and, and um, like put my headphones on and like really watch the video. Um, but it was, it was really peaceful. It was actually a really, really lovely way to start the day. I went from being a, um, a nervous wreck over our first live presentation ever. Um, our first live anything ever. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. I did yes, not know that. that was number one. <laughs> okay. Um, to walking around the space and just feeling like, okay, like you're, you're going to be okay. It was just a wonderful, calm, peaceful feeling. Well, you did. You guys did fine. I mean, I said I poked my head in a couple times and and caught what you were doing. No, you did fine. I mean, you know, I'll give you a secret, girls. I mean, the biggest thing that I I can talk anyway, Elmer knows that. But the thing of it was for me was I just act like I'm in a bar and I'm telling everybody a story like I would friends or a family. And the nerves just it just goes away. The hardest thing at times is keeping on point. 
That's why now I use a cheat sheet with bullet points to make sure I'm going through each item because once the wheels get going, I get off track, like right. much like the show goes off the tracks on occasion. <laughs> um, you know, things go out on left field and you just, but you guys did a great job. I would have not have guessed that that was your, your first time. You did, you did great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's very nice to hear. Well, yeah. you're going to have another opportunity. I mean, you'll probably have more opportunities before uh, this event, but uh, I've invited uh, the girls and, and their podcast to be part of what we're going to call Ghost of Rama. Uh, Jerry Jedlowski and I are putting on an event at the Van Buren Poorhouse Museum, which hopefully will get you girls out there be- way before this so that you can have do your thing there first. And then, you know, when you're there, maybe talk about it, too. But uh, we're going to do a, a little bit of a, a paranormal con meets Comic Con meets uh, vendors. It's going to be like a Frankenfest exfoliated in many different directions. And uh, we're going to have car show and. Um, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. You're going to be able to meet some some paranormal people from around Michigan and Indiana. Um, a lot of folks are going to be on the invite list, and if they can make it out, then, uh, you know, they can get themselves a, a booth space. But I want these two there as one of my special guests to, to do a presentation there as well. So you'll have another opportunity uh, to do your thing. And, uh, you know, tell everybody where they can go to listen to you, because I, I did notice you guys were on Podbean, which is cool, because I used to use Podbean. I'm now doing Red Circle. There's okay. reasons, but uh, I still have some stuff on Podbean. But tell everybody where we can find your podcast and, and where we can hear you. Well, I finally bought us a domain after two years. Yeah. So. <laughs> <Next> up. <laughs> yeah, so we are, we are at hauntedmitten.com instead of .podbean.com, and I'm very excited about it. Very cool. Um, otherwise, we are on as many podcast platforms as I could shove us onto. Um, yeah, we have a Patreon. We just search Hot Admitten. We're on all of the social media. Krista, is that right? Well, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At okay, yeah. We, we yeah, haven't busted into the yeah, TikTok yet. Right. I think we're too old, but that's okay. <laughs> Had you now had you said MySpace, we'd all have been scratching our head like, "Wow, that's going way back. That's still out there." Yeah, I miss it. Live journal. We got a live that's how we started. Yeah, we started on MySpace. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we can add uh, this network. Uh, you guys uh, also, you're hearing this, uh, or and w- yeah. maybe watching this on one of the channels here. Uh, if you guys go to www. Okay, now get restricted. Okay, it's unrestricted. Now it's spelled slightly different. Spell unrest, okay, XTRD, paranormal.com, okay, unrestrictedparanormal.com. Uh, hopefully, we can get the girls uh, to allow me to pull their stuff over and we'll create a page for them. And they will have yeah. another outlet free of charge. It's just networking friends doing their thing, uh, sharing awesome. their passion. And uh, it gives more content to our network. And, it, and again, we bring our listeners over to you, and it's a couple more yeah. people to, to you know, listen to what you guys are doing. So what's on the horizon? Are you guys still going to work on a book? Still, still got that in mind to put something together? I would like to. Yeah. I would yeah. really like to. I would love to. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Maybe we could, maybe we could collaborate. Maybe we could collaborate. You, you have, you have all of the knowledge of all of these places. So yeah, I would love to pick your brain. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it won't take long. Yeah. Is that dangerous? <laughs> I, yeah, I can always hear. I can already hear the jokes flying from Elmer. Um, I hey, appreciate well, that. I have a whole book about the jokes. 
You know well, that, right, Dan? I haven't told the girls yet, but, you know, Elmer is the Mothman expert. Uh, he does the uh, Mothman uh, thing down where he's at and does tours. And Okay. You guys gotta, you guys got to have him on your show sometime as a guest. I mean, I'm sure he loves to talk Mothman. I know he does. I know he does. I also love to talk Mothman, so I'm totally down. There you go, Elmer. Yeah, anytime. As long as we don't hey. talk about the Michigan, like the Chicago st- stuff, we don't talk no. about Chicago. Okay. I'll, I'll leave no. it out. <laughs> yeah, Chicago, uh, that's just the, the, put it this way, we'll piss off a lot of people for what my opinion is on that one. <laughs> now listen, if it was the, the Chicago Mothman or Ditka, who's going to fly farthest? Ditka. Ditka. <laughs> yeah, Ditka. Ditka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, I, I'm sorry. Like, the show goes too. everywhere. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're, we never take it too serious. But so, so I hope you do. I hope you guys get together and do a book. I mean, you know, listening to your content, you, you got stuff to put in there and you put your own spin on it. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. um, and that's all so I'm looking to do. talked about, like, that I just have. I have like pages and pages of research. Oh, yeah. We basically have a book filled with just like our, our like, our notes page of just links yeah. to yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Now, see, that's where you take your your other your extra stuff. And you put it on your Patreon page. You say you get it buying a membership. You guys can listen to the extra content, right? If you if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get to read my true crime deep dives. Ooh, yeah, another another interest I have too. Yeah, I am another white girl doing true crime stuff. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Just yeah. like Dan. Just like Dan. Well, no, yeah. I mean it, it's nothing against it's nothing against the girls, but they know. I mean, she, she's already alluding to it. I mean, there's so many people doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, everybody oh, wants yeah. to have their own thing. And I'm like, man, how many true crime shows can I find on a podcast search? And there's there's a lot. Same with paranormal. <laughs> Everybody's doing a paranormal podcast. Oh, yeah. I've been doing it since 2008, but there's some there's some people who are newcomers. 2001, right here, baby. 2001. Wow. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's been around the block. He's like a bad penny. She keeps showing up. <laughs> I'm like that rash that Dan has that we don't talk about. Correct. I got a special <laughs> off for that. About it. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. That's how, how we feel dead air. Uh, you know, okay, this is what we do. There's dead air. You get you have an awkward moment. You just say whatever springs into your head. Sometimes it's PG. Sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes it's not. Um so I've asked a few, you know, things about, you know, the, the most memorable, but you know, which one kind of maybe get under your skin tomorrow. Is there ha, ha, really, honestly, has there been any, even true crime? Okay. Has there been anything for you girls that once you did the thing, I mean, like maybe you've had a dream about it or had like a nightmare after you've, you've researched the thing. I will say that after doing my research on the Michigan murders and John Norman Collins, Oh, it's very, yeah. it is very surreal now to drive down roads that I had never thought twice about that I now drive weekly, um, at least and know that like, oh, a woman's body was found mm-hmm. feet from where my car is right now. And that's just, yeah. it's, it's really, no, I get you. it's really sobering. I, I get you. Yeah. There's a few of those here. You know, yeah. Deb Parra, who vice president of my group, and, you know, they, they discovered somebody who had been missing for a while, just literally 100 million wow. times in that area, walking, 
never would have seen her, but no. uh, she was finally discovered. Yeah, crazy business. Yeah, wow. yeah. I'll tell you, I watched a show last night. Uh, it's an anthology series, and uh, you know they did the uh, the haunting of the Hill House. Have you guys seen any of these? Yeah. Yeah. So I watched the you know the the Bly Manor, and uh, right. Man, I told my wife we binge watched that yesterday, and so all night my my dreams were f- focused in that same area where yep. you know things were happening and we couldn't leave the property because we were dead. But not to spoil it for anybody, but it uh, <laughs> screwed right. with my head, and that's rare. Yeah. I mean, that's good writing if you can mess with my head that that well. Yeah, for sure. That's where a lot of my writing inspiration comes from is my weird dreams. Yeah, that's a good series. I recommend it to anybody. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that one. There's supposed to be three of them, I, from what I understand. So maybe they're working on the third. Yeah, gosh, I hope so because the first two were really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some crazy aspects to it. Um, then I started watching today a thing called uh, oh, something about something in bone, fire and bone, or shadow and bone. Yeah, shadow and bone. Yeah, yeah that, that's got me hooked now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, again, I'm old. I'm retired. I need something to do during the day. Hey, I got an idea for you. What's that? <laughs> you shut your mouth over there. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I can promise you something. If you ever become a ghost, I will promise you I will bring a TV, a Blu-ray player, and Ghostbusters Afterlife, and we will watch it together, okay? Yep. Yep, I'm excited. I'm excited. You girls yeah. excited about that? November 19th? A little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm skeptical, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me what's got you worried because I then I'll share mine because I've got some concerns too. Oh, I'm, I'm, a ghost, I'm a Ghostbuster guy, so. Anytime these days they're like, "Oh, we're gonna like reboot this franchise or like redo this movie," I'm like, "How about you leave perfection the way it is and you think of something new." <laughs> Yeah. Just, I like, don't know. movies were such a part of my childhood. Like I grew yeah. up watching them on repeat. Like yeah, that's a so, first. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, sometimes reboots can be good, though. I mean, look at the Resident Evil movie they're coming out with next month. That is like ten times better and scarier than yeah. Mila Jovovich running around in her scantily clad leather and shooting people. I mean, yeah, no, anything will be better than those movies. Yeah. I mean, I love those movies. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but but uh, truth be told, the new Resident Evil is just like insane. Like I cannot wait. I mean, the new Ghostbusters, I can't wait for either because uh, I'm a nerd, right? I can't help it. I, I freaking love Ghostbusters. That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm girls, sure I'll, I'll see it. Just oh yeah, yeah, it's Ghostbusters. Yeah, the girls saw our saw our coalition there at Frank and Fast, and I'm the president of that. And you know, we got mixed reviews. I mean, a lot of the guys, about 99% of our folks are excited. I told them I had concerns, and these were my concerns: is that oh, it's a kids' movie. Now that doesn't mean I don't like kids' movies because I do. I, I'm I'm a Disney guy too. I like kids' movies. My thought process here was. How much of the original guys are we going to see? Because they're touting that they're going to be in suit and they're going to, you know, they're going to show up in there. Um, I don't know. You know, you see the kids from Stranger Things immediately in it and you're thinking, oh, here we go. It's going to be a handoff to kids and they're gearing the process to the, all the, you know, all the toys and everything that's coming out. It's a revamping stuff to the kids. Now they, they know the adults are buying them up. I got people my age, you know, in that 
in their forties and close to their fifties, like me, who were just running in the stores, buying things off the shelf. But oh, yeah. um, I was okay with the girls movie because it was entertaining. And a lot of people yeah. threw a bunch of hate out there. It's like, listen, it's not a real thing. I hate to burn everybody's biscuit and I'm a ghostbuster, but I, I remind my guys, the guys, we wear a suit. It's not real. None of this stuff is real. <laughs> we, yeah. We're having fun with the fandom, you know, just like Trek. Everybody gets, loses their minds over different things. And like you said, with a reboot, you know, I'm, I'm with you to that. I, I think they should have probably just left it at that and they should have kept the video game as maybe the third movie. But, from what I'm hearing from like Adam Savage and people, you know, from Mythbusters and okay. people who've been on set and, and they're, you know, they're letting things out that maybe this one is going to be kind of a redeemer, you know, okay. maybe, maybe we're in for some fun entertainment and uh, Ernie Hudson was already kind of letting the cat out of the bag that they've already penned a sequel for this one. Oh, wow. So, okay. I, yeah. It's I, like I, it was hard to get much from the trailer. Right. When they kept like putting out the teasers and the trailers, I'm like, I couldn't get a good feel for it. But, I'm with I'm you just, on that. Nope. I'm, I'm just Chris hoping that there. Egon comes back as a ghost. That's the only thing I hope for. Well, here's a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this, everybody, tune out, tune, turn your thing down. Uh, my guy shared an international uh, trailer today, which is in English. And I there are a couple of quick cut scenes where you basically are going to see what, what happened to Egon because we know Harold passed away. So it alludes to the fact of something happened to him. uh, And there's a few other scenes in there. So it gave more, it gave me a little more hope because there's some things, but again, we're going back to the Ivor Shandor thing and the terror dogs and other stuff that's happening. So um, we'll we'll see where it goes, but let's get back to the mitten podcast thing. (laughs) So, What's on your bucket list? What's the number one place that you you just you know you want to do it? You know it's going to be difficult to get into to do. You've got to have one. Oh man, like difficult to get into. So like places on Mackinac Island spring to mind because I know some of those are very difficult to get into. You and I right. must be. Um, we must have the same parents and just don't know it. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. No, Chris is right on. I'm yeah. the same way. Every time I go up there, I'm like, who do I talk to? Right. Yeah, yeah, I've read so many stories. Like, yeah, I've, I've done the haunted tour twice. And I've just I've read things and I've talked to people, but it, they're they're the people that live there and the people that own the, the property is just they're not into it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my buddy, my buddy Todd Clements uh owns and runs those up there. And Todd said, Yeah, it's been a it's been an uphill run. Now now the tour goes okay. But he fought that for a long time for them to really kind of accept at least the tour. Oh, you wow. know? And okay. now I he's in a good it. place. Because, you know, once they had ghost hunters up there, some of the places downtown all wanted to be on the tour, of course, because it, it made TV. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so it sounds like you've been on that tour there. Yeah, Todd, uh, if you guys ever get an inkling, hit me up. And I know he's, he does podcasts and stuff. He'd be a fun guest for you guys to talk oh, to. Yeah, he's, that'd got be great. To, he's got a lot to share. Yeah, he's a good guy. Really good yeah. guy. There's a lot of history up there too that goes back, I mean, so mm-hmm. many centuries, even with Europeans. Oh yeah. Um. So, I, I like I like European. the history aspect too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I don't think a lot of people realize there was a massacre up there, and uh, there was a lot of death, a lot of yeah, death yeah. on the island. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I think some of my my bucket list stuff would be, you know, some of the old world locations, which I'm now seeing that there are more Italian groups doing paranormal now. And I know for years you'd never see any on YouTube or anywhere. And I used to think maybe the government or the people in the Vatican were kind of no knowing that for anybody in the area. Yeah, I see more more Italian people going out there and they're doing the places I'd like to go, which would be like Coliseum and, you know. Because uh, people, oh, let's, let's be get real, the, the dead outnumber the living. It's just, it's straight math. Um, and uh, there's got to be so much, you know, energy and things that are uh, in parts of Europe. And everybody always thinks of Europe. America's still the young cousin, uh, you know, on the block when it comes to paranormal, unless oh, you're yeah. Native American. And that's tricky to get into. Right. That's really of tough. Course. too. Yeah. Now, have you guys done any podcasts about any Native American outside Dogman? Any Native American stuff or have any ideas about maybe doing some we definitely run into all of that when doing research on certain places and we've definitely had to like be very clear about what we're talking about and be um uh and and a lot of times we've had to really just shut down some of the legends because sorry you're gonna see a cat partially behind me (laughs) the animals have busted in the room um the we've run across a lot of indian burial grounds or indian curse that's a big one in michigan so we've never um, like like done like mishikishu or something like that we've never um done we've never quite entered that territory but we've come across a lot of people thinking that they have a lot of people report that. Yeah. I come across that a lot. Everybody thinks they got native American stuff on their land. And then we yeah, go yeah. and do, we go and do research like you girls do. And we do topographical and, you know, we go get old County records out and, and people would, you'd be, you'd be surprised. I know Krista, okay. You can talk to this, that if you go to the library and you know, you go to the history rooms, you'd be surprised at how far back a lot of these land, you know, um, draws, drawings go and these, you know, these drops, these maps, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, I was shocked, you know, 18, 1837, uh, some of the properties that were outlined here in Kalamazoo County, which shocked me. I'm like, wow. And they even pointed out where there were native American settlements on those, on those plats. That's what I'm talking about. Plat yep. maps. The, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So crazy. crazy yeah. I just got into some of that with um, Grand Rapids. I was looking into the um, uh, Framboise family, which helped found Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And they were, um, after the husband died, his wife went back to Mackinac Island and became like the biggest fur trader in the region. Yeah. Um, and was very wealthy. And like, they buried on Mackinac Island too, I believe. Um, but That's yeah, cool. when they're saying like, oh, there was a village here, but this is what's here now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I, I know where that is. Oh, that's so strange. Yeah. And with Kalamazoo, too, knowing where yep. things are. Because I know the area pretty well. I lived there for 25 years. Um, so that's Again, we, we got to get weird. together and share minds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same here. Doing research, I try to, you know, re- reshape some of the landowners thinking because they'll tell me stories. I'm like, well, I, I've got the land. I got the plat map right here. So I, yeah. I got to correct you. A, hate to do that to you, but you know, this, your house was not on a grist mill. It was actually a, you know, like a donkey barn or something, you know, I've had that happen. And they're like, Oh, well, we were told something completely wrong. I said, well, you know, that big sinking hole you got out there in your land used to be a pond. 
and uh, it dried up. <laughs> so and then they didn't they didn't know things like that either. Right. But uh, through some of this, girls, and I'm sure I'm going to ask you this. Uh, I, it's like I've turned into a paranormal archaeologist sometimes, and we've been able to find uh, new information for for homeowners and people that we've worked with investigating or doing research for. Has that happened for you too? Hmm. Yeah, not well. The only thing I could think of is um, one of my friends. She used to live in um, the old west side of Ann Arbor, and she would always, when she would walk to work, she would pass by this house, which is now it's offices, but it was an old Victorian home, and it's gorgeous. I love it. Um, and there were all kinds of legends and stories about this, like oh, I heard they found a skeleton and all of this stuff. And they, I discovered it used to be an Oddfellows Lodge. Oh, yeah. So they may well have found a skeleton. Oddfellows yeah. did, did yeah. slash do use skeletons in their um, ceremonies. And in former lodges, they have found skeletons. Yep. I can uh, I can kind of attest to that, folks. Yep. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. we do have some of those for certain allegory and, and certain things. Uh, yeah. You know, Blue Lodge is pretty transparent. And I will tell everybody, don't believe everything you're seeing on YouTube, okay? <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of information out there on masons that is uh just craziness absolute craziness now have you done any information on masons not yet but one of my friends is a mason yeah. um and he's been in um the masonic temple in detroit the oh, really yeah. big one me too yeah yep. and um you know, I, I hear it's one of those notoriously haunted places. And then I've heard like, oh, no, those are just made up. And some of the stories right. are because they're a little melodramatic. Um, but he's been in there. He's like, oh, no, it's definitely like he has several stories. See, um, I love the I love the realist in you because, uh, uh, you know, sometimes I like my wife says, well, you burst some people's bubble, you know, sometimes because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you, it's just like, listen, you know. I, I just want to tell you the real side of things. And then when I share the real crazy stuff with you, that you'll get a little more creeped out by that than you will, you know, the, like you said, the melodramatic stories that yeah, everybody shares. Right. But I, I was there. When the real were, stuff more interesting. Yeah. Right. I, I was there, uh, uh, girls, when they were renovating the place. And we oh, were okay. special guests with uh, Metro Paranormal which was around at the time yeah. with Chris Forsythe. Uh, but uh, we were contacted by a gentleman who uh, started Ghost Vodka, which I know it's still out there. He's since sold it to other people. Okay, but cool. we were there with Barry and Brad Kling from Ghost Lab. Yeah. And so we were in the temple as things were all torn apart and be reconstructed. So I got behind the scenes. And that's, that's before I was a mason. And I've been there since. <laughs> and I'm able to get into other places that they don't allow you know, other folks to be into. Right. And I will tell you, I get really strong feelings in that building. And I'm not just saying that because it's historic, because I tell people not every place is haunted right. just because it's got a history, but uh, something weird going on there. Even my lodge in Matawan, we have weird stuff and it's only been there since 1960, you know, the new one. Yeah. So crazy business. Yeah. yeah. And what my friend was saying was, well, you know, this is, um, you know, it's like your band of brothers and then mm -hmm. there's real love there. Um, so, you yeah. know, why wouldn't they come back to visit? Why wouldn't they want to stick around? Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm, I will attest to that. Yeah. Not that the show has to be about Masons, but I will attest to that. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's about our wives too. You know, the Eastern star, uh, my wife's thinking about getting involved and, you know, it's just, you know, 
transparent, folks. Honestly, our Blue Lodge is just about being better people, better men, better right. husbands, brothers, just being good with everybody, unity across the board with everybody in the world, making it a better world. And there's, right. you know, there's no plan of world order and there's no treasure room because I wouldn't have been living in a manufactured home park had we had access to a treasure room. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I tell everybody, it's, you know, the fantastical stuff that you hear. And, you know, there are different sects to the Masons. There are different right. Masons all around the world and they're not all Blue Lodge. And and I don't think people really get that either when they see these documentaries. So you're right. It's a great brotherhood and there's a lot of good people. And um, once you're in there and you stay in good standing, I mean, you know, you've got family and, and people for support for life. It's just a, it's a great thing. Yeah. Especially back, you know, in times before we had like insurance, health insurance, mm-hmm. um, you know, building insurance that was a way to if something happened your you know family was taken care of yes ma'am yes ma'am and if i break down in a place and there's blue lodge there and i give somebody a call because you know we're provided a listing and i don't have money for a hotel uh you know it's not like an obligation but you put a brother up or a sister you know the family the kids it doesn't matter uh it's very cool it's very cool didn't mean to get on a run about that but (laughs) i hope you guys hope you guys do a show on that it'd be a lot of fun i know i did a uh a podcast called The Truth of the Matter, which I interviewed three of our masters uh, from our lodge to just talk very openly to people about, you know, what this is. And we're into mysticism and all this other stuff, just like anybody is. And we don't take atheists, you know, um, we're very, you know, it's not a religion, but we tell everybody up front, it's like, listen, you know, we, we want people to recognize that, uh, you know, there's a higher power and that you just, and if you don't, then, you know, it's not the, it's not the club for you. You know, uh, how the saying goes is that we're a society that has some secrets. We're not a secret society because obviously everybody knows we're here. So, you know, it's one of those, one of those things. So, um, anything else you guys want to cover or talk about the floor is yours. We've got a few minutes left. Oh my gosh. There's so much. We're going to be presenting at, uh, on zoom through the Pinckney library. Oh yeah. Um, the, is the 28? 28th at 6.30. I checked. Okay. <laughs> That's just we're going to be at the Pink, <laughs> Pinkney Library. I've been to Pinkney. I've done I've done some yeah. investigations in Pinkney. That's such oh, a beautiful cool. area. I love yeah. it up there. And Hell, Michigan. That's that's all. You got to go to Hell. Oh, yeah. That's just fun. They got good ideas. Yeah, I knew, the, I knew the mayor there for quite a few years. Uh, <laughs> I used to do walking tours in Howell, Michigan for five years. So I worked with Livingston County Tourism Board, and okay. Barb introduced me to him and all the people in Hell and people in Pinckney. And I'm like, Pinckney? Yeah. Who the hell names their town Pinckney? You know, but then when you see it spelled, it kind of makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Somebody's right. name. Because it was like, Pinckney? What in the world? But well, who, uh, who the hell yeah. names their town Hell? They're I not guess sure. they do. <laughs> right. It's a contested right. history. <laughs> yeah. It's some good ice cream in hell. It's yeah. true. They have really good ice cream. Yeah, I said they have ice cream there, Elmer. They do. They have ice cream. <laughs> yep. yep. They used to have a huge Halloween <laughs> shop there, and they closed it. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, Which was perfect. We used to go there for the Halloween shop and the ice cream. Right? And yeah. then maybe mail a letter back to our house in Kalamazoo because the post office is all Definitely. in one building. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. singe the edge. It's so fun. Yep. Like, yep. God damn it. They were, he was trying to put in a miniature golf thing and a whole bunch of stuff there. And I know oh. you can still get married at the chapel there. So there you go. Yep. If you want to come up from West Virginia there and redo your vows, Elmer, you come on up to Hell, Michigan. Spend your day in Hell. 
Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that'll go to work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we would all we'd all do that at work. So let me ask you real quick about that. I don't think I asked you ladies this. Well, well, yeah, I did because you you guys you both work at the library now. Is that yeah. something that you've always done, or did you guys come from different backgrounds? Um, I've been I've worked in books for quite a while. I also worked in grocery. Like those were my two careers: was working yeah. in grocery and working in books. And I worked on the retail side of books. I worked on a couple different positions in different libraries. I worked for the Portage Library. That was one of my first jobs. Um, so I've, I've been in books for a, a long time. See, we, we could have crossed paths probably a half dozen times and never know. Cause oh, I used yeah. to go to Portage, do research on cases out there. And then I spoke with the rotary there uh, a couple yeah. times in the past too, but, uh, yeah. they've got a um, great history room at that library. Well, you're, you're a book lover and I am too. I'm still a reader, pretty avid reader. And you know, that whole joke in Ghostbusters that print is dead is just a lie. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I pick up Definitely. books and read as much as I can get my hands on. And I always throw this joke out to people, any young people who listen to the show or watch the show, like you would be amazed that there's this building that you can go to and there's these things called books. It's not Google. It's not Google and Wikipedia. Okay. You, you, you can pick these books out guys and you can read the good, the bad and the ugly and try to formulate some of the truth somewhere in between. And some and of the books are written by the people who were actually there. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Weird. Yeah. Not some Weird. crazy influencer on Facebook or Wikipedia. Okay. Go to the library and educate yourself, folks. That's my message. Yeah. It's amazing in the, the fall. Like we'll get freshmen because university yeah. is right oh, yeah. there. Um, we'll have freshmen come in and they have no idea how a library works. Yeah. You say do decimal. Like, like, what? Explaining it to them, and I feel like I'm being patronizing, but they really have no idea. Yeah, Dewey Decimal, yeah. we don't even have that anymore. I know, no. I know, I dated myself. I'm sorry. Thanks for pointing <laughs> that out, Kay. Uh, downtown. <laughs> Making me feel ancient. Appreciate that. I know what I'm getting you at the sweet shop. Okay. <laughs> um, tell everybody uh, where they can find you and where they can hear you, girls. Uh, hauntedmitten.com for sure. Um, you can find us literally anywhere you get your podcasts. We are, I, I have shoved us on every platform possible. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitter. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Patreon. Um, and we have a store so you can go buy some Haunted Mitten merch. While my dog makes all of the noise possible behind me. Yeah, I was, I was really proud of getting that store up there. That was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, merch is a thing, man. We were just talking about that here at the castle. You know, make sure we got T-shirts and stuff ready. Yeah. Uh, going into a new season of tours because, you know, uh, you girls probably know this too, that you, you could put haunt, haunted mitten on the top in lettering and probably have a turd in the middle of a black shirt and they'll still buy it because if they're at your event, they got to have an event shirt. They don't care. There's yep. poop on the shirt. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Please don't take that the wrong way. I'm not saying your stuff is poopy. I use that for an example because I, I know no. because I told people when, when we did events and like, guys, we could put a, a picture of a piece of crap uh, on a black shirt and say such and such event up top. They don't care. They, they got to have an event shirt, and if it's black, they're going to buy them all day long. Yep. And uh, every time we made shirts, we sold them out. So. Yeah, shirts are a big seller. 
Yeah. Uh, not so much hats, but the shirts do the thing. And, and then they would think the, the piece of crap was amusing. So then you'd sell even more. Well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Say, so we were in Colon. It was a crappy place. <laughs> Those jokes, yeah, should... it doesn't get any better. I apologize for that. Hopefully you'll come back for another show, even though this one was a, kind of a train wreck getting started. But I appreciate <laughs> your patience. I mean that. I mean that wholeheartedly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for, for yeah, reaching yeah. out. This has been great. Right. Thank I, you for this in the first place. I, I have said this to everybody I meet along the path here. I'm just trying to share everybody's stuff and help them do what they want to do and succeed. And they help me by coming on, too, you know. So if there's ever a night that you're bored or you need a guest to come out there and just talk and tell really bad jokes, give me a call. If I'm free, I'll be happy to be <laughs> on the it. show and yeah. actually drop yeah. your listening audience from, you know, whatever to zero in a matter of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I keep seeing weird stuff in here. No joke. I'm going to give everybody a quick look again here. Okay. see you girls can. So here we go. There's... Look at that, huh? 1895 hand work hand work while you're in the house huh they've got it dressed up and then of course there's the stairwell with the tapestries stained glass windows up there and uh i'm standing out here by the desk uh behind me as i said that used to be actually the library i was turned into a bedroom and then eventually now it's the bar called the spirit lounge and uh francois assured me that he is going to bring names of drinks back because they changed their drink menu. And I was a little perturbed that they took the Claire Burley off the drink menu. And I will share that story with you girls in person when I see you. But uh, Claire uh, Burley was a spirit that I encountered here first time I was in the house. And uh, he was buried across the street in the cemetery. Took me a year to discover him over there. Um, Roundabout ended up uh, finding that or discovering that he was lost on two veterans um, honor rolls and they had no clue where he was buried. We found him. And I think that he contacted me here uh, first visit we were in. And so we my research person ended up finding a picture of him with his unit. He was in the Spanish American War. And uh, so we have a photo of him. We talk about that story. And it's kind of emotional because he was bugging me on and off. Uh, while we were trying to find him, uh, as he was my research person, Denise. And uh, just a great story, folks. I've told it here before on the show. But uh, um, like I said, once we presented all that information to the Veterans Administrations, both Spanish-American War and, and regular Veterans Administration, uh, and then brought the material here to Pete and uh, his wife, um, you know, everything stopped. All the communication stopped, and uh, we think he was finally at rest. I think that he wanted to be found. And yeah. uh, because I'm like a light bulb with my sensitivity at times, um, I heard somebody say my name and say, hey, and uh, it took a year for me to really track it down. And Christy Robinette was uh, really uh, a big part of helping me out with that because I've known Christy for quite a while. No, Christy for quite a few years. So I met um, her Christy, at Crazy Wisdom. She came to speak once or twice. Yeah, she's such a wild person. Mm-hmm. She's a little out there, but she's great people. And she was helping me. And she said, "Listen, it's not one of the daughters. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's this man. It's a man." And she was right. And she gave me other clues that uh, sent me in the right direction. So awesome! Um, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. she's she's good people. She's helped me a couple times. 
<coughs> excuse me, it's not the Rona, I swear. So, everybody, uh, this has been the I Want to Believe radio show with Dan Hallred and Elmer, the boss man, Boster. Elmer, anything new going on in your neck of the woods before we jump off here? Mm, no, but we need to talk after the show. Yes, sir, we do. We got things happening and things we're going to line up because we definitely want to get you down to Majestic, right? Oh, yeah. But there's some other right. things. Okay. Uh, Krista, thanks for being with us. Kay, thanks for being with us. And uh, hopefully uh, I will return the favor. And um, we would love to have you on the network. So if you guys give me the A-OK, we'll uh, grab your stuff up off of Facebook or wherever uh, you guys have your stuff. And I will put it up on our network and people can find you here. And I will also play some of your content uh on let's say a Saturday or Sunday night, I'll place you on unrestricted schedule and people can hear you over there where. So there'd be like wow, 10,000 cool. ways to hear you and listen awesome. to you. Wow. Great. All right. Be in touch. You guys All have right. a great weekend and a great night. Elmer, take Thanks. it out, man. Yeah, you guys. Yep. And good haunting everybody. And thanks for being with us. And please do me a favor, everybody. Please do me a favor. If you cannot be smarter and kinder, please be quieter. Okay.